Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for August 27th through September 2nd of 2023. So our quote for the week says, feed your inner needs, explore your inner depths, and discover the wise one within. Deep breath. I'm just feeling with Mercury and Venus backwards, we need to be turning within for our answers and clarity and understanding. And we are approaching Ancestor Season and Cracking the Ancestral Code Level 1 is open to anybody. All levels are welcome. If you want to learn about ancestral reverence and sit at the knee of a wise elder, that would be Yay Yay Louisa Teach. Then I invite you to check out the details and registration link in here. I'm very excited. We start September 17th with Level 1. And for those of you from 2022's Level 1s going into Level 2, that link should be ready very soon. Meantime, I was able to get the Fire Ceremony excerpt all done. The raw replay is in the classroom if you registered for the Leo Gate of Power Fire Ceremony, which got rained out, so I ended up moving it inside. But I got it down to an hour and it is really good. It's the energetic support, activations and divinations to support us between August to September 22nd to fall equinox. So check that out when you get a chance. Also, I got the Chiron and Aries replay done, cleaned up under an hour as well. Also very juicy. And if you have Aries, Libra, Cancer, Capricorn activated, the Chiron call is really good. And if you have Leo, Aquarius or Taurus, Scorpio, then the Gate of Power is really good. But we all got it all somewhere. So just depending on your focus, Chiron's about our healing, education and soul work. And our seasonal ceremony is about checking in around the energetic support for the next six weeks. So our week kicks off on Sunday with the sun opposite Saturn. So sun in Virgo opposite Saturn in Pisces. This is an annual process of development. The sun makes it personal and about you, the individual. Saturn helps move your timeline along and build the literal aspects of life. The basics of providing for yourself, food, shelter, etc., and your own personal limitations. What renewed aspect of self got activated about six months ago, and how do you want that to fully develop over the next six months? This is a potent midpoint, the most powerful course-correcting time in any cycle, this one being an annual meeting between Sun and Saturn, a checkpoint between you and your responsibilities. Each year you evolve, some years more consciously than others, so this is a good time to check in with your own personal definitions of what you are or are no longer responsible for. Often this energy activates a push-pull between who you are and who you want to be, between what you want to do and what you have to do. My age-old advice is to do what you gotta do so you can do what you want to do. And while it might not be the easiest path, it's usually worth it for the peace of mind that it brings. You may swing between extremes of fulfilling all your obligations to the neglect of your own truth and purpose or neglecting your obligations and doing whatever you choose, which only means that those obligations will be there when you get to them and they will have most likely increased by the time you do. Balance is the key. Practice, there is no perfection, and it's time to practice handling business before pleasure. That is always Saturn's missive no matter what we're doing. 
But the sun is energy and illumination and lighting up different things. The other thing is because it is an annual contact of initiation integration in an annual way, right? So six months ago, Saturn was actually in Aquarius. And so we had three initiations in Aquarius. We're only going to get two initiations with Pisces and that annual reset. So think of it like this. Think of it as Saturn moving through the zodiac, moving Aries through Pisces. And as it does that, it moves through the houses in your chart, which is the areas of life, stabilizing, restructuring, getting your attention about your roles and responsibilities in that area of life. So we had you know, two and a half to three years of it in Aquarius, initiating brand new beginnings. And now in 24 and 25, we will initiate in Pisces. And then 26 and 27 will be Aries. And 28, 29, 30, then we'll go back to three with Taurus. So it just varies with the timing in terms of what gets a conjunction. But this is kind of out of sign opposition. So we had the initiation was actually in Aquarius. So we set up new reality in motion around activating our unique contribution. I think one of the things that has come up with that is where if you have been pursuing a passion or a career of some sort and you really have the foundation solid, you put your years in, you're good, you know exactly what you're doing with the, like I said, the foundation and structure, and now it's time to specialize. There's some of that, but think of it this way with the opposition in Virgo Pisces, in order for you to be able to make that contribution, you're going to have to do some health and well-being integration, okay? What can you actually handle? What can you actually maintain and sustain? Same day, Mars enters Libra. Now, remember, Mars spends two months in a sign. It takes two years to make it around. So it's been a minute since it's been there, and it will be there until October 11th. Mars rules our desire nature, our energy and fuel, and how we direct it. Our passions and the sacred masculine, which is the part of you who can negotiate on your own behalf, get your ideas in the world, and keep good, healthy, effective boundaries. Anytime Mars is in Libra, we get an opportunity to tune into how our relationships, partnerships, and collaborations are doing. We check in with self to determine if we still desire these goals, situations, or partnerships. It takes about two years for Mars to make its journey back to Libra. So the last time we had access to this energy was September, October of 2021. So who you are and what you want has evolved over that time. And now you get to initiate clean. Fairness, balance, justice, and equality are all something Mars is willing to fight for when in Libra. It is time to access your inner balance where you have integrity and graciousness, as well as the fierceness to stand up for what you believe in. Here's a snapshot from your Soul's Path series where I created a workbook for every planetary cycle. The Mars and Libra one says, this is the time when you have extremely high ideals. You're shooting for the big dream. Not easily dissuaded as you weigh all aspects of each circumstance as it presents itself. Avoid indecision and step confidently in the direction of your goal. Don't focus too much on how others are directing their energy as much as how you are directing your own. Teach, guide, and lead by example. That's going to be the most powerful and effective use of your energy. Refined strength rather than brute strength is necessary at this time in order to accomplish the current goals. Deep breath. So yeah, Mars wants to take action and make moves and do things, and Libra's an air sign. It's more about the ideas and the concept and the essence and the energy. And, you know, what's the vibration and frequency? 
But either way, Mars is waking up the Libra department, which is going to affect your Aries and Cancer Capricorn by default as well. And it's initiating. So it means new desires, new choices and decisions to be made in the Libra relationships and collaborations department. That was Sunday. Monday, the 28th, Uranus retrogrades in Taurus until January 26th of 2024. So every year, this retrograde helps us integrate all the shakeups of that particular year. The silver lining has been more personal presence, being in the moment and in your body on the ground. That is the liberating ordeal happening as we learn what it means to really be a spirit in physical form, surviving on a living, breathing organism. Change is the only constant, and there is nothing new under the sun. We were actually made for this, but patriarchy and Western culture has tried to strip us of our instincts and connections to Gaia. But that will never work on those anchored in their hearts and souls and bodies. The years Uranus spends in Taurus are 2018 to 2026, so we're rounding it up here. And just think, Uranus and Gemini is a whole new ballgame, coming soon to a theater near you. So the years it spends in Taurus are going to teach us how to be fully embodied, awakened stewards of the Earth, which is actually more natural for our species. The personal planets will interact with Uranus and Taurus in a similar way every year, so we can consciously co-create with it every year, and its annual retrograde is a special time to assimilate the changes you've been going through. Uranus is a collective planet and so affects many people and takes seven plus years to accomplish its mission in each sign. The signs usually represent the lessons. It will awaken the Taurus department of life and stimulate any of your planets in Taurus Scorpio or Leo Aquarius by default. I should add here that when the collective planets go retrograde, we as individuals gain more access to their energy and power to direct on our own behalf. Also, I'd say here and now is a good time to reflect on the liberating ordeal that you went through over the previous seven years when it stimulated and awakened your Aries department during 2010 to 2019, and how it felt as it moved through Taurus because it will wake up our Gemini department next during 2025 to 2033. Now that it's almost done in Taurus, you can start to reap the benefits and integrate the recent radical shifts that your identity and purpose have been through, and that would be the Aries zone. And the focus, and thus the lessons and blessings, have now shifted to the physical values and priorities of Taurus that support the newly awakened emergent self and how that works on the ground, in your body, on the earth, in real time. Then, as it moves through Gemini, it will awaken your consciousness and hopefully activate your unique genius and not more of the crazy that we see in the world. We still got a couple years to go with Uranus and Taurus, so I've linked Stephen Forrest's article, which is really good, short and sweet, but a good reference about this energy and how to direct it in a personal way. Then on Wednesday the 30th, we have the Pisces Super Full Moon. Just a reminder here that we just went or are going through two super full moons in Aquarius and Pisces, and six months from now, we will initiate some very clean new slates with the two super new moons in Aquarius and Pisces. So see how we're clearing and initiating in those same departments, which is leading to a super new moon solar eclipse in Libra. That is a brand new beginning for one and all. 
So this clearing that we are doing on the front end is going to support that initiation on the back end. Now, we are out of fixed energy, which has activated both the need to stabilize certain things as well as release permanently some aspect of self so that your life can actually function in the physical reality that you're currently living. That said, no matter how bad it is, change really is only one decision and a renewed commitment away. We are now moving through the mutable energy of Virgo, which can help us process and assimilate all that has lived and died thus far this year. Now it is time to make the necessary arrangements for new life to come in and thrive. Think nesting in the sense that you are preparing space for something new in your life. But because it is Virgo, it is more about how this new life, energy, direction is going to actually work and function as well as fit into your natural rhythm and routine. If you have made a ton of new connections and friends recently and all your creativity was activated in Leo and your heart was engaged, then Virgo energy comes in and helps you create a new system and helps you get used to your new rhythm. It's time to create a whole new daily routine that better supports who you are and are becoming. We're all finding various systems and routines that have historically worked that are now obsolete and no longer work for whatever reason. When your routine stops working, that is always a clear indication that it is time for a new one. And if you are able to create one, tweaking as you go and leaving it open to further revisions, then when Libra time hits next month, you'll be able to really make those connections with others, personal or professional, easier to navigate. This conscious clearing can create space for some powerful new relationships, partnerships, and collaborations. However, if you have spent the last month of Leo examining your own self-worth, wondering why you magnetize certain things and people and repel others, and generally feeling like the life you're living does not reflect who you are in your heart of hearts, then this month of Virgo will help you heal those aspects of self, which will enable you to be more congruent so that you can take advantage of the coming opportunities in Libra. Pisces full moon is best for releasing illusions and delusions any ways that we've been unrealistic lately. It's the best full moon to release self-sabotage, compulsiveness, addiction, martyrdom, and victim consciousness, to name a few. The full moon is illuminating where we may have to be more practical and present. This is a purification time of year, so healthy boundaries are vital as you integrate the year and assimilate your own personal harvest for 2023. Allow your imagination some space to connect to those creative solutions that are customized just for you and renew your connection to both a spiritual and physical daily practice. This is not new or news to you, I'm sure, but even if you have been the most dedicated and consistent ever, Every year, this is an opportunity to freshen up the practice so that you are more inspired and uplifted. Ashe. The energy this month supports you assessing your strengths and weaknesses and recommitting to balancing your soul work with your daily work, allowing the fragmented aspects of life to come into a, a cohesive whole and focusing on the little things that make the grand vision of your life possible. With the rapid pace that this world is shifting, your time is much better spent on that which you deeply and truly value, not narcotized or distracted by nonsense and propaganda, nor giving in to emotional overwhelm or irrational fears. 
Instead of deluding yourself, delaying your decisions, or taking timeouts with your phone, computer, TV, or the like, try to take some time to sit with your higher self in silent communion. Allow a conversation to evolve between yourself and great spirit. Intuition is like a muscle. You have to work it to gain strength and mastery. Trusting the guidance received during those quiet moments strengthens the connection to your own intuition. Keeping foremost in your mind that while the chaos and illusion swirls around, you have the internal compass of the heart and your own intuition to rely on. And this is the month to fortify those connections. So the Pisces full moon is the best time of year. Every August, September, we get to release shame, blame, and guilt and embrace the value of the lesson in every experience, the lesson and the blessing. We get to release criticism, judgment, and fear so we can embrace compassion for others and patience with your own process. We get to release the addiction to unobtainable perfection and embrace trusting our creative spirit and inherent beauty. We get to release petty distractions and victim consciousness so we can embrace our inner authority to direct our own lives. So this is the clearing that precedes the initiation in Virgo. So if we can clear shadow Pisces, we can seed some light Virgo, which is really good juju, y'all. Same day on Wednesday the 30th. I know not everybody's into this particular animal, but I love to change hearts. The animal medicine for September is Grandmother Spider. And we're getting together to discuss live in the Soul Sisters Circle at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Wednesday, August 30th. And it's only $25 to get access to the replay and all the tools, which are really special and good for your soul work for the month of September. So that's ready to go. The Venus replay, the links to get that reading and custom guide still valid and valuable. Please check in there if you haven't already. So I'm also going to throw the goddess videos back in here for those who have never seen them. They're a lot of fun and they were actually created as we transitioned from dolphin to spider and from August to September. And so everything that I talk about, especially in the Hathor video and the Hecate video and the Lilith video, those three really will be helpful with suggestions and things to do for this season. So check those out. And for those of you who have seen them before, it might be fun to watch them again. I'm hoping that more and more of you are getting to see this introduction video to the Soul Sisters Circle. It has a little bit of my story in there. And the link to NASA's Indigenous Spirituality School starts in September too. So we're all getting ready to get busy for ancestor season and for the deeper work that we do in the Egungun Society. So we are... So grateful to have you in the community. I hope that you will join us when and where you can. Reach out if you need to, and I hope you have a fantastic week. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.